a night to be remembered. And we can find this in all four Gospels. Matthew 27, Mark 15, Luke 23, and in John 19. The time had come. It was close to the middle of the day. Jesus and the criminals were facing death. The soldiers put the crucifixion bar on the ground, and then Jesus and the two criminals were forced to lie upon their bars. Large nails were pounded into their wrists to hold them in place, and the crucifixion bars with their bodies fastened with nails were lifted up, and their feet were nailed tight. I cannot imagine the pain that must have been. I can't imagine it. Well, Jesus was placed between the two criminals, one on each side of him. And as they hung on those bars, each breath became painful and the weight of their bodies pulling at the nails caused sharp stabbing pains. And Jesus, who had not eased the pain with that bitter mi mixture, felt all of its weight on him. But his mind, his mind was alert and strong. He looked down on those who had crucified him and he bowed his head saying, Father, forgive these men for they do not understand what they have done. And those very men whom Jesus was asking his father to forgive, what were they doing? They were dividing his clothes among them with no concern for him. And when they came to his outer robe, they saw how it had been made without a single seam, not one stitch, but it had been carefully woven from top to bottom. And since the soldiers realized it was worth some money, they gambled among themselves to see who would get it. Mm -hmm. And do you know what? That had been predicted a long time ago in the Old Testament, in Psalms 22, verse 18. Yes, and it happened just like the scriptures back then predicted it would. Well, then a plaque or a sign Pilate had written was placed above Jesus saying, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. And when the Jewish leaders saw that written sign, they did not like it. They tried to get Pilate to change it saying, he is not our king. He only said he was our king. But Pilate told them, I have written what I have written. And he would not change it. Well, many, many, many people came to see Jesus as he helplessly hung there. And some that came made fun of him, shaking their heads and saying, Hey, isn't this the guy who said he could destroy the temple and in three days he'd rebuild it? Hmm. Isn't this the guy who said he was the son of God? Look at him. He can't even save himself. And some said, hey, hey, if you are who you say you are, why don't you come on down? Save yourself. And the Jewish leaders, they came too, saying, he saved others, but here he can't save himself. And others of them said to Jesus, if you are the king of Israel, come down now, save yourself, and then we will believe in you. 
If he trusts in his father, some said, as he always said, surely his father would save him now, wouldn't he? Yes. And then one of the criminals next to him joined in with the mocking and questions. He turned and said, if you are the Messiah, save yourself and save us too. Do it right now. But the other one on the other side of Jesus cautioned, don't you fear God? You are dying and yet you mock this one. We're dying because we really are criminals. But this man, this man has done nothing wrong. And he turned his head to Jesus and said, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. You know, he must have heard of Jesus and he must have known what Jesus taught about the kingdom. And Jesus answered him through all his pain, but very clear-minded. And he said, I will remember you. You will be with me in my kingdom, in my paradise. And then Jesus looked down and he saw those most beloved of women standing below and that special disciple, John. And among those women were Mary Magdalene, his Aunt Mary, and his mother who had loved him. And he, in his great love for her, spoke for the last time as a man to others around him. And he said, Mother, consider John your son from now on. And John, you consider her your mother. Those were his last words to his mom. And you know what? From that moment on, that special disciple John took Mary, Jesus' mother, into his home and cared for her. And in his last breaths of life, Jesus knew he had done all, including the peace of mind that his beloved mother, who bore a son who was like no other, was in good, kind hands. He had done all he had been sent to do. And at that moment, a very peculiar, a strange thing happened. The skies, in the middle of the afternoon, the skies turned as dark as night, and they stayed dark. There was an eerie feeling in the air, and the people felt it. Many came to the crucifixion site, and others went to the temple wondering what was happening, feeling a little bit more secure near Jesus or the temple. Jesus hung there, quiet. Nothing moved. And then, piercing the quietness, Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then there was quietness for a time. And then again from Jesus. I am thirsty. Quickly, someone who was standing nearby took a sponge and dipped it in vinegar and put it on a long stem of a reed and gave it to Jesus to drink. And others standing nearby said, Oh, 
He is calling Elijah. Be quiet, quiet, everyone. Watch, let's watch and listen to see if Elijah comes to save him. Everyone was very quiet for a moment. Not a sound. And then again, Jesus' voice. Father, I give my spirit into your hands. And one last time, he spoke. It is finished. And his head bowed down to his chest. And with that, he was gone. The man, the man, Jesus, was dead. We will stop here, but next time we will continue with what happened that night. Things that have never happened before, nor will ever happen again. The night to always be remembered continues next time.